<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. From Showtime and A24. What do you love most about Whitney? Comes a new series unlike any other. Where do I even start? Academy Award winner Emma Stone. I like how you fight for us. Nathan Fielder. Money doesn't really matter when it's about doing the right thing. And Benny Safdie. You guys are strong, right? At the end of the day, you're going to survive, right? Next question. New episodes of The Curse, streaming now on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. A Big Spark Studios original. I probably should have taken a shit. Go. No. I'll hold up. Are we good? I'm rolling. <laughs> Great. Excellent. I also don't know why I'm holding this up to me or when not a single person is talking through it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, the podcast that is one giant dumpster fire still rolling down the street. I don't know who's going to stop it or when, but until then, here we are. Now, before we get into the episode, be sure you subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens and rate and review it wherever you listen to podcasts. The link will be down below, as is youtube.com slash Chris, which is where we post all the video episodes as well. So just getting that out of the way. And this, if you missed the last episode of this gorgeously made podcast, um... We're trying something new, and this is the episode that we're trying without a theme. Um, the Valentine's Day one was, in fact, awesome, and I think we might start doing themes. But we'll see how this one goes. We have no idea. But before we get into the episode, I want to shout out Aviva. Aviva is an organization that is committed to lifting up and amplifying the voices of the families that they serve, most of whom experience the systemic racism that continues to grip our nation. Aviva will continue to be a beacon of hope and voice for the children and families that they serve. They are committed to advancing equity and inclusion in all aspects of the work that they do. And I think that is so awesome, especially in a time like we are all seeing over the last few years, um, especially, I just think, what an awesome organization. So the link for them will be down below to learn more and to donate to aviva.org. And let's viva into this episode. Let's start with a voicemail. Wow, this one has no theme. We're just raw dog in life today. Woo! Hi, Chris. Hi. This is Austin. Hey, Austin. I really am on it right now. Oh, you're on I'm it. I'm on the couch to sleep with my cat. And literally, this is the biggest struggle I run into every day. When she hops up on my lap and falls asleep, that's my priority. Period. Over. Done. I need her. 
she's my princess and my icon and my goddess. I pray to her before I go to sleep and first thing when I wake up. How on earth can I prioritize other people in my life when I love my cat so fucking much? Um, I need help, babes. Love ya. Thank you, Austin. Um, yeah, you called into the wrong podcast because I fucking hate cats. Um, so I would say wake that bitch up and tell her you have a life to live if she wants to continue to live under your roof. But I'm going to try and be in your perspective for this and have a little bit of um, like empathy or whatever that's called. Um, I would try and well, no, I think it's you don't have to stop the show. You know, you don't have to stop your cat from laying on you. You have to stop your cat from laying on you during important moments or times that you need to be productive is what it seems like. So I would save, like, one area for her to sleep on you, like in your bed, for example. And then when you're on the couch and you're laying down, maybe, like, get her a little bed for the couch or, I don't know, cats are just, like, such a fucking different species. You have cats. What would you advise? Uh, I fucking hate your cats. I'm so sorry. I fucking hate them. Oh, my God. They broke two of the cups I gave him. Oh, he told you about the second Oh, my God. He sent me a picture... (laughs) What was it? Fucking 30 minutes after leaving my house? Yeah, it was right when I got home. What the fuck is wrong with them? (laughs) They want to destroy everything that is good. What would you do in this Um, scenario? Because you have cats and you understand them more. Well, I find it tricky sometimes because I'm like editing a lot of the time and they'll like try and hop on the computer and stuff like that. When? Chris, let you... Justin finished, but oh my god, that could send me into the next stratosphere. When friends who have cats are just climbing on their keyboards as mm-hmm. they're working, I'm like, are you not freaking out that they're gonna like command something and your whole pro? Oh yeah, definitely. I tell them the thing about the tiny keyboard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a thing you've probably seen this on TikTok where it's you get them a tiny computer of their own because they just want to mimic what you're doing. Stop. Is that so what cats do? So it. So many videos of it on TikTok. It's really cute. That's the cutest thing ever. Oh my god, suddenly I'm about to get a like, cat. It's a little professional, or what's the sound? You, it's okay. You know. What would you advise the Austin? Um, right now, I, I just put them in another room, um, which is not like ideal. I don't really know what the... I feel him on that where it's like you don't want to move them once they're like comfortable and stuff. And I'm the same way with boogers. So like that's why I get it. But, but also I, you're in charge. Yeah, I agree with you though. If you can get them like a, like just like you have like a, dog, a, a bed for booger, like a dog bed. Something like that. Some you guys think cats are going to do that? Cats no, but see, that's that. that's why I'm like, I don't know if I'm sound to give advice for yeah, this topic bad. because I'm like, rrr, rrr. but I think it is also like, it's okay to like, you, <laughs> this sounds fucked up, but like, hear me out. You are more of a priority than the animal. Like the animal will not survive if you are not surviving. So like, you have to get your shit done. Okay. Like, yes, I would love to sleep in bed with Booger all day, but also, I need Bugger to fucking move out of the bed, so I wake her up. It's like the it's like having a, it's tough love sometimes. Okay, you can't sleep here. You can't sleep. Okay, well the cat can fucking sleep. Hmm. Just tell him not on you or her or them. I mean, like, oh god, I. <sighs> I just think sometimes you, you got to be the bearer of bad news and say not on me today, the- and then give him a treat after you take him off. It's like a win win ish. Or like give him a toy. Like the best thing you could do is uh, redirect their attention. Enrichment. Oh my god! We look at this. And also, what an ironic hat to be wearing. Meow, <laughs> meow. 
yeah, I guess you guys have to watch the video episode. Anyways, let's do a secret. That was that was our advice for all you cat owners out there, I guess. All right, first secret of the day. I pick my nose while driving and always stick it on the side of my seat. Okay, well, that is starting off on a real low note. Um, yeah, I don't know what to respond to that. That killed maybe all conversation. Uh, don't do that. Have you seen the TikTok of the girl who's like, I'm so sorry, Quinn. It's like uh, my boyfriend found my booger chair. You know what I'm talking about? You know Was talking it about? like really covered in boogers? Could yeah. you like see them? Oh, yeah. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Stop that. <laughs> Respect <laughs> your fucking property enough. Oh my God. Eat it. I showed him Eat my- it. Oh my God, gross. <laughs> gross? The stomach up. acid kills any of that shit. Hey, but the taste of boogers. Do they have a taste? You tell me. Oh. <laughs> Is he doing Literally, no. I close my eyes. Literally, I don't Did taste anything. Were you watching? No, I closed my well, eyes. Well, maybe you should have been watching. They kind of taste like eggs. Ew. I mean, that's almost grosser than saying it has no taste. <laughs> Regardless, there's a million. I have a solution. Every time you get in the car, go to Target and get those like cheap ass washcloths. I'm talking like the five pack for like $2.99. Get like 15 individual washcloths. In total, not like 15 packs of five or whatever. Or maybe do if that's your vibe. Take one every time you go in the car and wipe them on the towel. Then bring them inside when you're done and have a little basket for them. And then you can wash them. Like a handkerchief. Yes. Yeah. Don't, why are you wincing, Sam? It's better than a fucking car. I'm just staring at Booger trying to think about better Booger. <laughs> Sam just snot rockets. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sam just goes <laughs> right into her hand and licks it. <laughs> Yummy. Have you? So you've never picked your nose? I stopped listening to you guys. <laughs> you've never picked your nose. You're the producer. You better start fucking <laughs> listening. I just don't like thinking about the booger chair. No, the booger chair is definitely upsetting, but that's where I redirected his attention somewhere else. <laughs> Circling it back to the cat question. Let's take another question. I think we're all pretty tired of this. Jake, you're going to have to pick better secret next time. <laughs> hey, hey so i would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on living in la because Ooh. i feel like people are always shitting on living in la but <laughs> they also tend to be people who are like trying to be influencers or who move there to try and make it or whatever so i'm kind of like okay well does living in la suck or does like trying to be famous suck you know because i mean oh. the way i see it la kind of has everything it's like all the different types of nature within reasonable driving distance, but it's still city. It's warm all the time. There's weed culture, gay people. Weed like, culture, I don't know. It seems great to me. So I'd love to hear what you think. And like producers and whoever, feel free to chime in too as like normal people living in LA. Yes. Okay. That's all. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. That's a good question. I feel like you really like asked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, so this is going to be a little hard for me because, and I struggle with this question a lot because I do get asked this question quite a bit. Um, I find it hard to answer because there are so many people who call Los Angeles home and it is a really great place to live. And that's why I don't, like, this is, again, my outlook on it in my personal experience of living here, which is pretty unique compared to, I would say, the general population of Los Angeles. Um, 
But I don't... It's hard because for me personally, in my experience living here, this is not how it is. I I need to stop being disclaiming. Um, I, like, I go back and forth because there are a lot of great things and there are just a lot of things that aren't personally for me. Um, and I mean, I grew up on the East Coast, so I am... 3,000 miles away from my family, my, like, longest friends ever, um, just, like, everything I've ever known. So that already is kind of, like, a strike against L.A., even though it's, like, nothing, has nothing to do with it. Um, But I had a realization, like, I don't know when, because I don't understand the timeline anymore, but um, that everything here, and this, again, might just be biased based off of, like, the industry I'm in, but everything feels entertain. It feels one noted, you know. It's like there's just the entertainment industry, and then that's it, you know. And I know that's that might be biased, but like when I lived in New York, there were bankers, and then there were also <sighs> like what else was there? Uh, there were bankers, but there was also entertainment, and there was also fashion, and there was also like colleges and all of this and obviously there are colleges in Los Angeles but it just felt much more diverse and it felt like oh I don't know if this is because of the bias I have but everything just feels so entertainment driven and it's just there's so many billboards there's so like it just you're always reminded of the entertainment industry I feel and please chime in if I'm wrong because you lived did you grew up here you grew up here then moved to the bay and then moved back Mm -hmm. you're from the bay I'm from Fresno and then San Francisco. Okay, got it. But, yeah. but not LA. So to me, everything is feels so one-noted. And obviously that's like watering it down to simplify it a ton. But it just feels so monotonous a lot of the time, especially. And I know this is like another thing that's going to be like, fuck you, Chris, as we're putting this out in the middle of winter. Um, I don't love the sunny days every day and the warm weather and... It feels like life starts to feel not real and there doesn't feel like there is real time happening. And I think that's a lot of my frustration with it is like it it doesn't feel like it's February. It feels like it's totally June. And that's a pro like that scares me. <laughs> and I like having weather. I like dressing for different weather occasions and <laughs> all of that. And I, I like the social scene in New York and the East Coast so much better. Um, I don't know. I just, I want to like it and I really want to, but I am also moving out of Los Angeles this year. So um, yeah, I, I definitely think it'll be a place that is constant in my life. And there are a lot of really great things like you talked about. There is a lot of weed. <laughs> there is a big gay scene and it, there is, it is a city. You, there is so much available. And the, I mean, the, Nature is fucking crazy that you can go surfing, snowboarding, and be in a desert and go to a major city all within one day. That's crazy and so sick. Like, there's so much opportunity in L.A. in every aspect of, like, life. But I don't know. Like, compared to New York, I love the fact that you can drive everywhere. However, I do think I've realized that that also limits the amount of people you see and interact with and I don't know it, it to me I feel a lot more alone 
in LA than I do in other places I've lived. But I don't know if that's just because of like the way I live my life or if that's a common theme. But did you always feel that way in LA? Like alone? How long have you lived here now? Four plus years, over four years. Just wondering if it's like the neighborhood has a makes a difference definitely the neighborhoods that you live in make a difference because like i'm like in the valley valley now like before i was like in the shallow valley now i'm in like the valley valley deep valley the deep valley (laughs) and this feels a little far for sure i definitely have the loneliness has been amplified by living here and on top of that a pandemic i've been happiest in cities where public transportation is really like Except like uh, were we talking about this also while we were filming the street video? Yeah, definitely. yeah. Well, it's just because in in Los Angeles you could go days without interacting with another person. Unless but you can do so much. That's true. You can it's, drive it's, and do all of this, and you will interact with like two people. But even like so, I was saying like doing the street interview stuff. Like I feel like you catch a lot of people off guard out here because you're not used to interacting with strangers. Whereas like me like living in San Francisco, you're taking the bus. Like you're yes. in contact with so many people, so that. Um, not only is that routine and you like, but it's also like, that's why I feel like out there in the Bay, like it's more of like a community feeling because you do come into contact with so many people you're used to interacting with people. Like you have this shared, like almost like uh, pride in like the place you are in. Yeah. Um, there's no real sense of like community here. No. And yeah. I don't, I I feel like I have. Little communities. Well, no, I mean, I have little communities, but like, well, where we we, where we live and where it's kind of like that. I mean, you guys live in a perfect place. It's a nice little pocket where you do actually interact with you. Totally, and that's why I'm like, I don't know if me living. Sorry to cut you off. Me living in. Bleep that. Okay. Embler. Um, (laughs) I don't know if me living here. Me living in Albuquerque. (laughs) (laughs) Me living in Austin, Texas. (laughs) But I don't know if that really does. Like that's why this question is so hard to answer because it is so case by case. I grew I grew up here. Yeah, in, you grew up down the street in El, in El Paso in Austin, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, it was super isolating. Yeah. So until you get a car, but even like the even the, with the a need, car, it's yeah. the traffic yeah. and like. It's, that's the that's the major. major it's downside. tough because, I mean, in the same vein as New York City. There are really great things and there are also really bad things. Like living anywhere, there's going to be really great things and there's going to be really bad things. Depending on who you are, there might be more bad things than good things. But a place will always have two sides of the spectrum. And it just matters where you fit fit into that spectrum. But personally, I really have been trying to like (laughs) reel in my stance on Los Angeles. Because I just don't think it's good for me to be here long term. So that's why I'm kind of moving out and seeing what does work for me in life where I can kind of bounce to Los Angeles, stay here for a week or two. Cause that's where I really feel like LA hits is like when you can be here, get like the full fun experience and then dip at least for me, because again, I don't find it very stimulating. I just feel like there's really like food shopping and like m- museums and parks. Weed. But like, what else do you want? but I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Everybody's all your. Yeah, no, it does. Okay. But when it's all you don't go, but when it's all you do after a while, it just kind of feels like, like, I don't know. I it's maybe it's hard coming from New York where I just felt like there was constantly something new and exciting to do all the time. Maybe it's set a standard that just isn't 
fair for anywhere else because New York is just New York. But everything just feels kind of the same after a while. It's like monotonous. Yeah. Like and everything. Like yeah, it's the same sunny day. Yeah, and I know that sounds like such a <laughs> shitty well. thing to brag about or like to complain about, bag on, but like it just like isn't for me. So that's the long-winded answer. I'm going to play you this next But I think it's important. I think it's important though to try it. You know, if it's something that you're thinking about or possibly interested, don't take my or anyone's opinion for it. Just try it, you know? Like obviously it's expensive and all of that, but you're not going to die. If by trying it, you know, I, I don't know why I threw in that, but I just keep like, it, don't take someone else's word for whether a place is good or not, because it could, it'll, it's totally up to you if you're going to like it. Like I could hate it, but you could absolutely thrive here. So that's all I mean is like, keep an open mind, girl. <laughs> all right, let's do a secret. Uh, shaking it up. Oh, Bella Thorne could never. Okay. Secret we have. Oh, good. My Bible slugging foreign mom found out that I was a stripper to pay for uni, and I fully owned up to it because she found undeniable proof. But what I neglected to divulge in was the rest of the story. I was also a full-on whore, sugar baby, and camera girl. That's a quadruple threat, motherfucker. I think that is awesome <laughs> i mean i i think it's cool how i mean it's still obviously a work in progress but the idea of a sex worker is so much different now because like when i was younger i probably would have been like a whore or you know like whatever childish outlook i had on life but i mean i think if you are able to pay for university and you are happy and safe and shit put your legs in the air like you just don't care I mean, really, though, I think that's awesome. I understand how difficult it might be with your mom, but understand that at the end of the day, you have got to do what you need to do for you. Pow! Boom, boom, pow! <laughs> I had to make it not serious. That was, like, too serious, but... Damn, that's brutal, but go off, girl. Get your get your bag. I don't know what else to say besides waving the little pom-poms. I'm like, ooh, I don't know what a pom-pom is, clearly. I didn't make the cheerleading squad. <laughs> now, before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring another episode of the podcast. If you guys don't know, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in under 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. I've obviously talked about mental health quite a bit and how important it is. And sadly, in this day and age, it is not easily affordable or accessible. And that's what's great about BetterHelp because a lot of times you'll be able to get help that you wouldn't be able to physically in wherever you live. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists and needed. And it is more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is also available which is really great now because BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today they are offering our listeners 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash unhinged that is b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p dot com slash unhinged thank you guys so much for sponsoring and let's get back into it this episode is brought to you by shopify selling a little or a lot 
Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Should we do another call? Hi, Chris. I wanted to get some advice. So um, I am raised by a single mom. Uh, I'm 26 now, but I've never known my dad. Um, They were married for eight years before they had me. Um, And I recently decided to do a Google search to see if I could find (sighs) him. It turns out I found his obituary from 2014. And I'm wondering, should I tell my mom or not? They haven't been in contact since I was born, Um, so I don't know if it's opening a can of worms or if it might be something that she would actually want to know. So should I tell her or should I... So naturally I I decided to call unhinged. Thanks. (laughs) Oh my God, my jaw just became unhinged from how far my mouth was open. Oh my God. First of all, let's get in contact. Do we pitch to Netflix? Um... No, on a real note, Chris, this is serious. <laughs> I would like do a do like a foreplay of the topic. I would be like, hey mom, like dad? Question mark. You know, like I, this is why I'm like, why did you fucking call in here with something this serious? Um, take all of this with a grain of salt, please, if you are listening. Um, but I definitely would like, yeah, ease into the convo. And be like, just vibe it out, you know? And maybe you have, like, five combos to, like, really s- loosen the hole, you know? And then, based off of the vibe, I would then say, I Googled him. Have you done that lately? And, you know, just, I would take the convo very slowly unless you get a good understanding of what's going on or your mom is, like, super open about it. Because, like, you might find that she might be spiteful or this or that. But I also don't know the reason that like they stopped being in contact after married for eight years and then having a kid at the end of it. Like that, that part is the interesting part. I'm like fully divulging your full ass real ass life. But like, to me, this is like really interesting. I, so they were married for eight years. They had a baby and then never spoke again. Is that like, that was what that was. I think so. That was the vibe. Yeah, but I started, I'm thinking now, you know, the mom has Google too. I wonder if she already knows. And That's all. I want to bring it up to her. Maybe they both know and are wondering, do I tell them? <gasps> oh my know. God. Yeah, I was like kind of also wondering, like, just thinking about like my parents' situation of like, they've been divorced for, I don't even remember how many years. Um, and it's like, I just think you're always kind of aware of what the other person is up to or doing, especially when you have kids. But I guess if this caller hasn't had contact with them, then I don't know. It's hard to tell because I don't know enough backstory. <laughs> I'm like really, in- I'm like intrigued by this. Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah, I would take my original advice. Just like soften, softly start the convo with like a very general, like, you're not opening the can of worms. You're just, like, taking the can of worms off the shelf, if you get my jest. Like, you're putting it in the basket. You haven't even purchased it yet, you know? You might find better beans or worms. <laughs> I was thinking of a can of beans. beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, like, a something going on upstairs. I'm not really sure what, but... Hi, 
get up. Are you here to bark again? Oh, no, you're just going to do a yoga stretch just right in the middle of the picture. Mm-hmm. In the picture. All right, we have another secret, and this one says, On Valentine's Day one year, I ended up at my date's house, and I completely clogged his toilet. I had to plunge my shit and call for reinforcement, so needless to say, I did not spend the night. Did you at least have sex before you did that? Wait, why? Because she pooped? She couldn't I spend guess. I guess. No, I think her cat fell in. <laughs> like, yeah, I think she clogged the fucking toilet. But that, but that happens. I mean, that's how I feel, but it's still not great. Like, when... It's Valentine's Day and you're like trying to keep the mood alive and fiery to, hey, I clogged your toilet. But then I think that like creates something funny. And then like after it's done, you're like, well, now that we're dirty, let's get fucking filthy. Like, I feel like there's a way to like use that to your advantage. I don't think you need reinforcements, girl. I think I think the lion's inside of you. Rar. <laughs> what the fuck has this <laughs> podcast become? Like, literally, it is, like, just shy of, like, an audition tape for a mental facility. I mean, that's I really... gig. Like, literally, I am, I am, like, fucking on the voice of mental. <laughs> Anyways, let's just voicemail. <laughs> hey, Chris. I'm hey. Sophia. <laughs> Sophia, hey. I was just calling to, like, ask for some advice, I guess. So... I'm in the age where, like, everyone wants to have fun, you know? Like, everyone wants to get, like, drunk or, like, high or whatever. And when I was 15, I was diagnosed with this, like, brain injury. And at this stage right now, my brain is, like, basically at the stage of a toddler. So I can't, like, do anything at all. And my friends have gotten, like, high around me, like, so often. And it just, it feels like I'm missing out on so much purely because of something that I wasn't in control of because of this like autoimmune brain injury and like I just wanted to like ask some advice about like how do I go about like having fun while my friends are just like doing everything I wish I could do you know anyways love you bye love you bye wow that Can you pick maybe not-so-intense voicemails next time? (laughs) I'm like, wow, okay, these are real questions about real things. Shit. (laughs) That are not shit. (laughs) Um, Wow, that is a tough one. Um, (laughs) Again, I'm like, did you confuse Unhinged with your doctor? What's going on? I... Do you guys have any? Um, Because then what's the alternative? Like, you only can do with, like, straight-edge friends? Yeah, like, yeah, who like, wants to party but can't party? I, th- I think if they're like, your real friends, maybe not do it in your face. Like, yeah. maybe if you're going to get stoned or But then it's like, what, do they all hang out without her? And then yeah. it's like, that feels shitty. Yeah. That's that's a tough one. I th- uh, I think probably peace has to come from within. Yeah, I, that's, this is definitely, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, because you don't want to be, like, the person who, or I wouldn't want to be the person who feels like they're policing anyone. That or, like ruining or dampening like the fun or what not that you are but like <sighs> yeah i think unfortunately it would have to just you'd have to find an inner peace with it um so that people still feel like they can be their you know do crazy whatever yeah and i i think it's also important to note the difference between having fun and trying drugs and alcohol because yes do you have fun with weed and alcohol yeah can you also be sobbing your eyes out on the phone to a friend you haven't talked to in six years sobbing because you're wasted yes like a hundred percent so it's not always fun i'll just tell you that right now 
but also I think if you got like your own version. So like here, for example, some nights when I don't want to drink, God, this is gonna be the worst sentence ever. Jesus. Some nights when I don't want to drink, but I want to have like that feeling of like having a wine glass and I'll put like kombucha in it because it feels like something bubbly and like a kind of acidy flavor. And like, I've got the wine glass and I'm feeling, and I have, I feel like I'm drinking, you know, granted I probably am on edibles while I'm doing this. So, but, um, you know, like if your friends are all doing that and they're together, I think you would have a really fun time leaning in to the idea of almost like not acting drunk, but like letting their lack of sobriety kind of be the roller coaster ride, if you will. Like, get, have a drink that you only have when you and your friends are like doing alcohol, doing alcohol, doing drugs and alcohol or whatever. I would have like that one, it could be a soda, a drink, a fucking anything that you just have with them. And you have a wine glass, you got a red cup, you're kind of doing the whole thing, the smoking. That one, I'm really sorry you can't try. I don't have really much opinions. Can you try CBD? I don't think that'll do anything in terms of getting on their level of high. And it's not trying weed, but like, like a CBD vape pen might be like a, if I, again, I don't know the scenario and I'm not encouraging you to vape or do any of this, but it's like participating in the ritual. Yeah. I'm thinking of it more as the ritual and not as much like the, the actual substance. I bet there are things that the doctor or a therapist or someone could recommend too. Yeah. Like, safe because I know there's non-alcoholic like tequilas and shit that people have sent me I haven't tried them because <laughs> I can't have the real one um but I know that there is stuff like that obviously you won't have the effects of the drug and alcohol but I think if you just understood that you unless you're able to I don't understand your full autoimmune disease but I yeah I don't know. I think making it, yeah, lean, thinking more about the ritual and leaning into, like, just going along with the fun. Like, you may not understand it, but, like, honestly, they're wasted and neither do they, you know? Or if, I mean, if you don't enjoy your time, find other friends that you can be sober with. But, like, that might be a bummer. I'm just kidding. Um, but you also might find that that's really fulfilling as well, but you can still have both friends. You just go to the mall with the people who party, Rather than go to the party with the people who party. But unless you like partying with the people who party. <sighs> I think you'd like hanging out with them regardless of the drug use. Or like that's like the key is like it's the fun part is like hanging out with the e- people. The drugs are like a little bit of an That's just Yeah, that's just like bringing a confetti cannon. But it's like it's not fun to get drunk with people you hate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless you're trying to fight <laughs> <laughs> or something. Which... I will tell you, it does happen. If you get drunk with people you do not like, <laughs> you will fight. There are also some positives. Like, she won't have the awful hangover that all the friends are going to have. Oh, my God. Say. I am so jealous that you can't drink, honestly. And I think if, as you get older, some of that gets old. But she's, it sounds like she's young. She wants to have fun. And, and, I, and I respect that, yeah. like, wanting to try things. And, like, I'm really not trying to downplay how shitty it must feel. But I think there are maybe some ways around. Oh, but kombucha has alcohol in it. Like sparkling water with a lime. Yeah, like make a mocktail. Like, oh my God, literally just make a fucking mocktail. Have some good ass juices together. Like make a margarita that's virgin. That shit is fuego. Put some shit on the rim. But you're off to the races. Mm -hmm. Let's do a new secret. Um, I traveled to London with my family pre-COVID. I was so excited to be in the land of the, oh my God. 
I was so excited to be in the land of the uncuts. <laughs> we were staying near, and for those uh, unaware, that means they were not circumcised. We were staying near Hyde Park, so I would leave the family for runs after dinner, only to spend it getting fucked in the park. Obviously never told anyone, but I do recommend. Yeah, family vacations when you're trying to get it is such a challenge. Where did I just... Oh, and... Ooh, mom, stop listening. Stop listening. Not going to share that. Chris, stop talking. Let's do a voicemail. If we can bleep that country. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Hi. Um, I have a question for you that I've been thinking about a lot recently. So, do me. you take... I know you smoke. Um, but do you take tolerance breaks? Because I feel like my highs are not hitting as hard anymore. And I don't know why. Um, I smoke pretty much every day, multiple times a day. I don't know if that's bad. Um, but I just feel like it's not hitting like it used to. And I switch up my stuff. But do I need to take a break? Or what am I doing wrong? Um, need some advice and direction here because it really gets me through my day. And if it's not hitting as hard, my days are hitting me harder. Um, but yeah, I. I love you, and I love listening to your podcast. Oh, thanks. Love you. Um, yeah, my only advice is to go for the harder. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> when life gets hard, you do too. <laughs> go harder. Um, no, I don't take tolerance breaks. Or if I do, I try and plan it around something that is like easy. It like is kind of like a crutch. So like when I go home to Delaware, I consume less. And then I'll, or like nothing, um, because I know I'll be maybe, maybe like drinking wine at dinner and stuff, um, because my family obviously drinks alcohol and stuff and doesn't do weed like me. So I'll like lean more into like drinking or something. Not that we like constantly drink. My mom is going to be so annoyed that I'm saying this, but like, you know, I just know that like there will be alcohol more available than I guess in my normal life. Cause I would go for weed more, but yeah, I think, ooh. I mean, uh, for me, it kind of goes back to, like, the ritual of, like, smoking. Like, I love, like, just sitting there and, like, doing this or a pen and, like, that kind of breath work. And so, for me, I'll use, like, a CBD pen or I'll, like, try and consume some CBD when I would normally reach for THC. Um, but I don't really take breaks there are times where I will like ramp up the gummy amount that I take if I want to really feel something and that'll be to a level that I didn't need to before so yeah I get it but it's again totally up to you I don't know like I'm trying to think because I don't know I don't know it sounds like you need a tolerance break but I don't normally do them or if I do, I'll have, like, a glass of wine instead. <laughs> this sounds concerning. Yeah, I hear it. Oh, oh, never mind. What? This is, like, too sponsory. But, like... Dadgrass? Dad, but but, but dadgrass. You, you could use the dadgrass flower with, like, some weed, so nope. it's, like, not as... But that's that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's it's what like, you're saying? Yeah, no, but, yeah, use CBD as some of... Instead of weed, because, you know, you might be going through it for a few days of, like... Oh. Also, I think it's good to experience life. Like... Full raw emotions, raw life, 
Like some days, days are going to be awful and you just have to go through that and like feel it. So I don't think I answered anything at all. (laughs) And for that, I would like to say you're welcome. Next up, secret. Oh, wow. That's a big bummer. Okay. I'm either pregnant or have COVID. Waiting on test results for both. Don't know which is worse. (laughs) Yeah, which one would you think is worse? I would say pregnancy. Pregnancy. Because, like, COVID, I'm hoping this person's vaccinated. That's another... I'm over fucking telling people to get vaccinated. Is that awful? I'm like, at this point, you've had the ample time. Everybody who wants to be is, and if you're not, you're leaving yourself up to risk. I don't... This is the rant of today. I just, like... People are like, stop telling people what to do. And I'm honestly kind of on board. Like, I've always advocated. I've always this and that. But at this point, I'm just tired of fighting with people. I'm tired of if you really want to live in a world constantly where you can die from this disease, go at it. Go at it. I and I just I think pregnancy is worse in that situation. If it's unwanted, well, that's what I mean. That I'm assuming it is. Based, yeah, based off of that, it doesn't seem like they want to be pregnant. Yeah, but if you are, congrats, and I hope that's the case. (laughs) But to me, pregnancy definitely sounds like the worst option in that one. And she's trying to figure out both different test strips, and it's quite complicated. She's like, I peed on the wrong one. (laughs) 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 The COVID test comes back. This is piss. (laughs) Try again. (laughs) Oh man, I wasted the. Four COVID tests our household was given, which, by the way, that's another piece of bullshit. Are you kidding? One household has four. Andrew and I, I mean, there's two of us. Andrew went to order his from USPS or whatever. He was. They were like, oh, your household already ordered. So we have two COVID tests for each other. And now it's to the point where, like, I'm not even using them because I'm like, I need to save them. We need, it's like a good candle. Yeah. It's like, you don't ever <laughs> fucking burn it because you're like, I don't want the smell to go. It's so deranged, but I'm like, okay, so our country is number one and we only get number four COVID tests. Cool. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, that was a wild secret. Thanks for sharing that. Should we do another voice? Yeah, I'm wondering if I should just make it real random and just go through. Let's do random. Let's just fu- let's do yet, fucking random. But it will take me a second, so you guys have to. All right, we'll cut here anyway. I don't know. This one seems very random. I don't. Should I just not listen to them play anything that comes up? Yeah. Honestly, I'm down. That sounds kind of fun. Random style. Hey, Chris. It's Maggie. Hey, Maggie. I first off, just want to say I love you, and Thank I think you. you're an amazing person, and thanks for making me laugh, oh um, but Girl. we have a fucking issue. Yeah, no problem. Oh. So I just need advice, I guess. Um, I'm in a friend group of me and three other people, and uh, the three of us have known each other for a long time. And this other girl who's also in our friend group, I've, they've known her for longer because they went to school together, but I just started being friends with her more recently. We're all, like, the four of us so happy together. We're one big happy friend group. We're all, like, sisters. I have no sisters, so I'm assuming that that's, like, the relationship that's, like, minus, like, killing each other over clothes. But regardless, one of our friends is literally being psychotic. I can't explain it other than the fact that, like, when we're together, it feels like she just fucking hates us, and she'll, like, go on her phone and ignore us and act like we don't exist and then ghost us for days. She just handles her problems, like, really 
fucking immature and I just need advice because we know that she has an issue with us but she never addresses it and it's just it feels so middle school so like we don't know how to confront answer. her or if we should confront her or if one of us should do it so yeah if you have any advice I would love to hear it and if not that's okay too love you bye love you bye yeah ditch the bitch ditch the I mean Wait, so she always has a problem with you. She's constantly in a bad mood. She's constantly not paying attention to you. Okay. What are you, what is she doing? What is she doing? What is she doing? What is she providing? Sounds like only a bad time. I don't understand this. And I'm not frustrated at you. I'm frustrated at this fucking friend. What a flop. Like, go join a SEAL community or something if you're going to be a fucking toad. <laughs> like, what? I would, if you all feel similarly about this, I would all have, like, a fun friendship fucking reunion and be like, hey, don't be intense. It doesn't have to be, like, an intervention. Hey, we kind of just feel like you're always miserable with us. Did we do something? Blah, 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 blah. Communication is key great awesome i yeah i just i mean if she ghosts you just fucking ghost her i don't get this like i don't understand the second you're not feeling good about your friends and you consider them close friends why aren't you saying something I'm not judging you i'm just like to me i mean i guess i was at that spot too once where i like didn't feel confident talking to my friends about conflict so never mind love you might be making points yeah, I would just bring it up and be like, are we good? If not, you guys could be having so much more fun without her. I say fuck Debbie Downer. Fuck her real good. <laughs> Makes me want a hot dog real bad. I wish I could do my Jennifer Coolidge impression <laughs> yeah. still. I used to be so good at it around the Cinderella story era. And then I like, I guess hit puberty or something. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Anyway, Chris, you don't have it anymore. <laughs> Um, the last secret of this episode, I have stolen over $800 from family members, but since I have an impulse control issue, it doesn't affect me as much as I feel it should. Love you? Okay, sociopath. <laughs> what was that guy from my On the Street video? I'm a sociopath. I'm a pathological sociopath. Oh, I'm a pathological right. sociopath. Yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting from this secret. It doesn't affect me as much as I feel it should. <laughs> Yeah, I would talk to a professional, like, immediately and see what that is, because that should, that should affect you. Like, I specifically remember being a kid or a teenager, somewhere in that fucking nightmare, and seeing my mom's purse open and seeing, like, a $5 bill and being like, I don't think anybody's looking. And it was before, like, Ring or Nest Cam, so, like, I was definitely in the safe. And I didn't take it because I was like, that's my mom and she works so hard and she provides and like, and I didn't. So neither should you. Freak. Just kidding. Get your money. Just kidding. Don't stop it. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to or watching. Listen, I don't know what you're up to. Thank you for listening or watching another episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Be sure to rate and review it and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, as well as watch the video portions up on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Chris. I will leave you with this piece of advice. Just kidding. I didn't think of any. I don't even know why I said that. So, bye. <laughs>